Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Kayak and Pierce. Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Happy here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the final cast. I'm your host, Brad. I'm Matt. Matt, you look like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> well, let's change that so I don't die. <laughs> oh, man, what's going on? Not a whole lot, dude. Uh, it's I get so annoyed every time I come down, like in my basement, to do these shows. And it's not because we're doing the show. Like, people out there don't think, oh, Matt doesn't even do a show anymore. Shut up. No, it's because I have so much crap down here that I forget I have. (laughs) That, like, I'm like, I really wish I would have had that, like, Thursday when I went fishing. I did. Yeah, before before we started the show, Matt was sitting here. He was like, dude, I forgot I had my line box down here, so I'm putting line in it real quick. Yeah, I literally just filled this up and all the packaging's there and stuff. I was like, dude, I forgot. I bought this last week. I was like, I forgot I even bought this. (laughs) <laughs> so don't be like me stay on top of your stuff and use the new stuff because i don't know i just i don't know uh, we need to add that to a show because i that that'd be an interesting uh review episode 
that box. Oh, yeah, dude. I already like it. Just putting the spools in there. Uh, we'll save it for a show, but it's it's pretty yeah. dope. So I have like two or three more spools I got to put in there, and I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah, so uh, we are brought to you by Dark Horse Tackle, your monthly subscription box uh, made in the USA, hand-painted, hand-crafted, hand-poured. Use Paddle20 at checkout to get 20% off your first monthly subscription. So with that said, Matt has some more exciting news that he wants to share. I do, and I'm super pumped about this. So as uh, our... Regular listeners know we had a really long episode about Nico Bates, and it's a product that me and Brad started using. I don't know what about a month before Nico came on, yeah. and I mean, it. I fell in love immediately. I know Brad really likes the baits; they're super tough, super durable. I like the uh, leeches; those things are awesome, I, dude. They're amazing. And we found that on days when the TRD couldn't get bit, the leech got bit all day long. Yeah. Um, but happy to announce the final cast is now also sponsored by Nico Bates. Um, it's I'm really excited about it. You know, we're going to have some, you know, giveaways that we'll, we'll sprinkle in from Nico. They've been uh, generous enough to, you know, offer that opportunity to us to the listeners. So it'll just be little things like that. Um, super pumped. Uh, and they're Bates. I tell you what, I mean, this is, again, like we've talked about in the past. It's something that we've used before and we've liked. So we pursued the the arrangement with them. It wasn't, you know, they reached, he offered it to us. It was us yeah. asking, hey, do you want to be a sponsor? For the simple fact that we believe in the baits. Same reason why you have Yak Gadget Jig Masters on for Paddle and Finn and Dark Horse for our show. We're just welcoming Nico into the fold. And I'm super pumped. Heck yeah, I am too. It's going to be cool, uh, especially doing some giveaways. So I'm excited. Yeah, but pumped. With that said, there was some pretty big like controversy, and I know we're gonna talk about it just because it's fresh and uh, true. Yeah, so true. these knuckleheads were stuffing some Dude, water gremlins, okay. as you can see on my dry erase board here. Water gremlins for the win. I so tell you what, so those guys. So here's here's what's so crazy about it, right? So everyone was like. I was super surprised, right? So we see the video. They're cutting like ounce weights out of these wa uh, walleye on the Lake Erie tour, the circuit. And this is like FLW, MLF, like level of walleye fishing. I didn't know that. A, a lot. Of, yeah. A lot of people don't know the walleye circuit. They have like their own version of the Bassmaster. And sometimes just, there's more people that shows up to those than they do the Bassmasters. That just blows my mind because walleye and sawguy are like the most overrated fish. hundred percent. They taste, they taste what good, but they fight like wet towels. Unless <laughs> it's like for the one week in between fall and winter where they're like, yeah, we want to eat. And then if you miss them by a second, they're like, yeah, I don't care. I caught a big one this past weekend on the jerk bait. Yeah. How, how long did it fight? Not very long. I thought it was a catfish at first. Cause it, you know, it was just like stuck on the bottom and then, you know, finally pulled them up. But yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, huge controversy. These guys, uh, in, in the last, I think, two years, they've won over $350,000 on that tour. That's crazy. Um, I have a buddy who's actually on the walleye tour, uh, and I reached out to him, and I was asking him when it was fresh, because to the I, I'm, at, I'm to the point now, like, every time I see it, I'm like, okay. This is annoying. I'm annoyed now. Like, I don't want to see it anymore. And I think it was Mike Iconelli 
No, it wasn't. It was uh, Brian Latimer made a post. He's like, it's crazy how much media the cheaters got, but no one talks about the winners. Yeah, because there's really like, no yeah. winner because the cheaters cheated. It's stupid. True, but I mean, it would have gone to second place, which was I know, but it's the not the same place. after that. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I I get you. I mean, it this, this it is down. a. A hundred percent. And this is a story that was picked up by TMZ. Like TMZ yeah. was doing like stuff on the walleye tour. national media too. Yeah, it was crazy. And what's, what's even more insane about it. So I reached out to a buddy, talked to him. He said, every time they weighed in fish, something was off. Um, and these are professional anglers. So they, they know what a four pound walleye looks like at a five pound walleye. Something was always off. A lot of the walleye tournaments, unlike bass tournaments that all have live weigh-ins, a lot of them have dead weigh-ins. Yeah, that's so, weird. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, but you got to remember a lot of the fish are getting taken home. They're eating them. Yeah. Or like on this tour, I'll, like I think it's 90% or 95% of the fish always go to a food bank. All the anglers uh, donate the food to a food bank, which is true. awesome because it, it helps the community in the area. You know, it kind of gives back, kind of makes everyone in the not in the fishing industry, kind of look at the comp competition of fishing and be like, oh, well, they're doing something good for the community, which is awesome. But these two dudes in the last two years never gave their fish ever. Interesting. Ever. And last fall, last fall, they failed a polygraph test after a tournament. Yep. Yeah, I read that. I was like, that should have tipped somebody off last year. And, yeah, and a lot of people knew. And I think this tournament, I think they got greedy because if you take that eight pounds away from their fish, they would have been in like fourth or fifth place. Like they I would have. They, still I thought they still would have won. Money. No, I don't think. I, from what I from what I saw, and I could have been mistaken. I could have seen the day before or something. But they would have been in like third between third and fifth in there somewhere. Like still really good for a professional they like, circuit of fishing. Yeah, they had thirty three pounds. Take away eight pounds, and that's what twenty five. Twenty five or twenty five and a half or something. I, like I thought the like second that. place guys had sixteen or something crazy. No, I thought they, I, th I thought they were between twenty five and thirty. Again, I could be mistaken. I'll be honest. I don't follow the walleye trail. It, I don't either. It's just what I've, you know, I read over it and stuff. So yeah, but I mean, it's it's crazy. It's definitely shaken up the industry to say the least. I mean, these guys will be facing civil lawsuits from sponsors. They'll probably be getting sued from the trail. Other anglers now have an option to sue them. They're they're going to be facing felony criminal charges for fraud. I mean, they're they're the paddle up a creek without a paddle. Yeah, it's I mean, it's right lifetime there. bans. Oh yeah, they're stuff. done. They're never going to fish competitively ever again. Yeah, that's crazy. They dude. they might not be able to fish. Period. In that state, so it was a uh, like DNR takes that stuff super <clears throat> seriously. So they might lose all fishing privileges, all hunting privileges, all trapping privileges. They literally could probably not be able to do anything outside in almost any state in the United States ever again. How crazy would that be? That would be that would be nuts. Yeah, and it, they brought it on themselves. I feel literally zero sympathy for them at all. Like, I don't yeah. feel anything. Yeah, that's just weird, man. Like, I, I always knew, like, people have done this before, but mm -hmm. not on this big of a stage, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, you I know what's know, even crazier? Dude, crazy. It's it's literally what I've been saying for years. If you look at the Japanese Bassmaster weigh-ins, you know what they hit before on every bag before they weigh in? A metal detector that is tuned to any metal and lead. Yeah. On I, every I saw single fish. They've been doing it for years. Why don't why do we not do it here? It literally wow. all your cheating is gone. Like you can't cheat in either way. Mm -hmm. I guess other than if you're stuffing like food down their mouth. 
because yeah. they had fish fillets. If you put, I don't know, you get one of those party bags of Doritos, crush them up, and start shoving them down the mouth or something. I guess you get an extra pound. But I saw know. them eating the Doritos we spilled in the water. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean That's it's funny. it's crazy. I'm I'm interested, and we'll we'll probably fall or uh, come back to this in a month or two once we start did, learning some did more. Did you stuff, see but. the video of like everybody crowding around him? I for sure thought people were going to hit him. I thought he was going to get cold cocked when he was standing there. Like when yeah, they started cutting him out, I, I thought somebody's going to come out behind him and hit him in the back of the head. And I was like, oh no, this is going to turn into a cheating scandal to a manslaughter scan- scandal because this dude got bonked. The tournament director did a great job, though. I don't know if you noticed what he said. He said, uh, I don't want anybody to touch these guys. We're calling the police and they're escorting them out of here. I was like, that's a good tournament tournament director. Right there. Oh yeah, I mean he he definitely he he took charge of the situation, which was definitely what was needed in 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 the situation. Um, I don't know. It's just it's so crazy to think about. Like it's just insane. It's crazy, man. I don't know. It's, like, do you, can you imagine if we were? Let's say we were like, uh, let's say you were on the Bassmaster, and you're going, and somehow someone cheated for two years, and you finally caught them, and all that money, like you go back and look. Well, if they didn't have that, I would have got. I would have won that tournament instead of being yep. in second. Like all the money you lose, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's insane. Sucks. It's it's just I feel I feel for the dudes in that circuit who got screwed. Yeah. So, but it is what it is, I guess. Yep. The, they'll get in trouble. So. Oh, they'll get. Yeah, they're they're done. <clears throat> Their lives are over. So. Well, uh, I figure we talk a little bit about that just because everybody's been talking about it and. Oh yeah, about, so uh, don't Agreed. be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, don't be. If you're going out and fish competition, I had a conversation with another guy who fishes a lot of boat tournaments. I work with. You're gonna have days where you just suck. That's just how yeah. it is. It's fishing. Like you're gonna go out and you're gonna be in a tournament and not catch any fish or catch a small limit or not catch a limit and catch two fish. It happens. That, you that's learn me all from the time. those events. Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> You learn from your mistakes and you take those to become a better mm-hmm. angler, not cheat your way to win, no matter what you're doing in life. There's no shortcuts. And if there is a shortcut nine times out of 10, you have no morals when you take them, you're cheating or you're stealing something. So yeah. don't do that. Be smart. Which, Use common sense. I was going to bring this up. Uh, one last thing on this topic, then we'll stop. Uh, do you think this, this will bring more light to like CPR tournaments? in the short term yes i don't know about long term i i don't think well just because the those way those weight tournaments those guys seem to look down cpr you know what i mean yeah i don't know i don't think they'll ever change to cpr for stuff like that though i don't think i don't think they will and the big reason why they're i don't think they will is for the simple fact that a lot of people like for it's hard because there's been obviously we've either been in or we know of tournaments where people have modified catch boards or modified hog troughs and cheated. Ben Gate. Yeah, I mean it it happens. Um so they'll just use that except well in CPRs they just they cheat anyway. Yeah. So it's 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 six one way, half a dozen another. I think in the short term people might look at it and it might be a conversation, but it's not gonna change. They're not gonna change way weigh ins because what's more impressive? Brad, you caught a 22-inch smallmouth, right? Oh, it's insane. It's the best fish ever. I come in a term, I caught a seven and a half pound smallmouth. People are yeah. gonna say, seven and a half pounds. Yeah. Oh, oh man, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah. no, I agree. 
I don't see it changing either, but it's always a fun topic to talk about. I agree. It is. If only. It'd be nice. But But anyway, let's get into the stuff that we're going to be talking about for this episode. So, uh, we had... Okay, that's obnoxious. (laughs) Before... I, 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 everyone likes to, I talk about hookup tack all the time and I got a little package. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. So I wanted That's to go why through you're this. shaking your box. Yeah, I know. Cause you're moving on. I was like, Hey man, I'm so happy we talked about the cheater walleye guys, but this is more important to me. So yeah, up. this is product related. So we're going to talk about it. It is. Uh, hide that from Stacy. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I got. A bunch of stuff. So first, I'll start. I got them in an eighth and a sixteenth. Hopefully, the light's not stupid. But the owner blockheads. What and are these EWGs? The, they're EWG Ned heads. So I can comfortably throw anything I want in the river ever. And I got extras because I'm still gonna lose stuff. It's just yeah. how it goes. Um, but I've heard of uh, five ninety nine a pop. That's not bad. They were not cheap. They not bad, but also not super cheap. Um, how many you get? I got three of the 16th and uh, two of the eighth. Well, how many comes in a pack? I meant, oh, uh, four per pack. So, I mean, that's, I got that's good pretty bit. good. It's like Z Man, actually. Yeah, I actually forgot. I got two of the 16th, uh, I got a three 16th ounce, and then I got two of the eighths. So, I'm kind of covered on most weights. Pretty light pretty wire hook, yes, very light wire hook, which is another reason why I wanted it. It's not like super needlepoint white wire, light wire, but it's kind of in the middle. Okay. So in that that middle ground where I can still really set the hook and go through the bait, but you know it's not so light wire; it's gonna pop through the bait every single like cast or pop or anything. So yeah, sweet. Got those pumped with those. Uh, I got something that Brad's been talking about, uh, and I only got it because he brought it up. I got the Shower Blow seventy-seven point seven. Oh, you got the seventy-seven. Yeah, yeah, which is a little tiny guy. Um, three. That's a three-incher. Super- that is a three incher. It's a three inch. It's like a, a spook slash. Sp- it's not really a popper. I mean, it is, but it, it's like, a more spook like... popper hybrid. Yes, exactly. You can easy pop it like a popper too. Yeah, super easy to walk. Fantastic bait. Evergreen. Uh, it's JDM. I love them. Um, next, I also got a, a shower blow 150. Ooh, big boy. Yep, big boy. Um, mostly because I was watching a video, dude was on Toledo bend and he was just smacking every size fish known to man. So <laughs> I got one of those super pumped and I got it in this awesome, it's like a hybrid sexy shad. You can't really see it, but it's chartreuse at the bottom and it goes into kind of the light That's blue, sweet. little white stripes. Looks sick. Uh, purple on top. Top doesn't matter. I just thought it looked cool. Dude, uh, small mouth were destroying my shower blows this past weekend. It was all, That's why I bought it. On the calls. Dude, I had I had I was using the one hundred five like three or four of these, and I can't find them. I don't know, and that's another issue. I don't know where half my crap is. I have shower blows. I just know on the wrap, so whatever. Um, old faithful because we're getting to that time. Lucky craft, uh, lipless square bill or lipless uh, crankbait. Um, this is the LV Max five hundred. These have been out of stock in the U.S. forever. Huh. awesome awesome lipless it likes to hunt it is fantastic and it's in that great like call crawl pattern with a little bit orange underbelly i think that's gonna get smashed um i also I think i'm probably gonna lose it in like six casts but it is what it is that's why i don't throw them <laughs> yeah and it was 13.99 so let's hope i don't Ooh. uh let's see what's next 
You spent a ton of money. Oh. Yeah, Stacy said I could. So this is something I got for my for our little trout expedition that hopefully we'll be taking soon. Uh, it is the uh, flat side GH fifty five forty five, tiny super one, super little jerk bait, um, like That's very cool. small, like super small. I'm going to put it on the BFS combo, which is literally what it was designed to throw. Is like this, nice. and I'm also going to see if I can catch a decent smallmouth on it because it's a super tiny little bait fish. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to throw it on there, see what happens. <clears throat> Worst case is I lose it, which is again pretty common. <laughs> uh last thing well not last thing i got two things the last thing i'm saving for last uh the depths evoke 1.2 it's it's a fantastic crankbait love this thing freaking awesome uh interesting shape you don't see it a whole lot and hunts a little bit different than your standard cranks love it love yeah it is interesting Uh, it looks like a like a crescent shape it is it's like a crescent shape and it's in the tried and true sexy shad so it's a great color it is. They smash it. Last but not least, I got a Hellraiser. Oh, there we go. How big is it? I got a Hell uh, uh, five inches. Hellraisers are huge. Ooh. Five inches. Um, all they had, the only color that I could get was either like, like super vibrant bluegill or ghost shad. So I got ghost shad. Uh, I think it'll do some work because it's kind of a maybe a little bit of a darker color but yeah i'm super pumped to throw this just because i want to uh not because i think it'll do well in the river or anything but i think i don't know man i've been seeing a ton of videos people catching hogs on them so yeah i have two that's cool man that's a little box glad you got a shower blows man because i i just got mine last week and i've been throwing it non-stop i think so much fun to throw yeah i literally saw how you had to have a uh, rescue mission because you got stuck oh yeah so i was working it you know uh Walking it right across the bait, and there was a log right under the surface of the water. I couldn't see the log because the waves were so windy mm-hmm. out. It got yeah. stuck. I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" So I broke it off, and I was, uh, you know, I was sitting there cussing and stuff, getting mad. And I was like, "I gotta go home and get my kayak. I have to." So I went home, got my kayak, paddled out to it, grabbed it. Ended up fishing off my kayak for like an hour and a half. Caught a nice fish, and that like made everything better. So I was like great day there we go that's literally all it does is takes one fish to change everything yeah and because i had to go get go get my kayak i had to get creative with how to bring it to the water because downtown dayton you know it's not that easy i stumbled upon a new spot where we can uh put in and take out easy so it's a nice pickup spot for for evenings i'm down dope yep cool there's that yeah, so we had our uh, super long housekeeping stuff. Twenty minutes in, this is like the longest we've ever talked about stuff that has nothing to do with the show. But oh, it, it's okay. I mean, the the topic we're gonna be talking about is not like super extensive or anything. So, I mean, you're not wrong. You're 100 percent correct. But uh, let you want to start us off? It's your idea to talk about us. So let's talk about it. Yeah, buddy. So this technique. This bait, this lure, is in my top five this year. It was in my top five last year. Uh, it stayed in my top five. So uh, we're going to be talking about spinner baits. Since it's the season right now, even when the water's clear, the bait fish are schooling up, and the smallmouth are chasing bigger bait fish and chasing all those bait. So if you you, you see – I can't talk now. So if you see bait on the river, there's going to be smallmouth nearby this time of the year. 
like 100%. So we're going to be talking about spinnerbaits. We're going to be talking about what spinnerbait you should have in your box. And I want to start off with Matt because I already know the first one he's going to mention here. And I'm always, I'm curious about this spinnerbait because I was talking about this spinnerbait with somebody else recently. So I know you're going to mention Mega Bass right off the bat. So let's just see. (laughs) How'd you know? I just know, man. I, I do got to say, though, these spinnerbaits, they look sweet. Uh, the guy I was talking to said the blades are really thin, but the weight in the head makes up for it. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. 100%. So um, this is the Mega Bass spinnerbait. I don't know if my camera will pull up. So you can see it has a really big head. Um, these blades, like Brad said, are super thin. They thump the water great, though. Um and that head has a short shank hook. So there's one of two issues with this. The only issues I've ever found, I've caught tons of fish on them. I love throwing them. Um, but I do get short striked a ton. Uh, I will throw a trailer hook m- mostly because if you can see this skirt, it's got the skirt and it's got these little, it's a little longer flappers. Yep. Yeah. They're not, they're like actual plastic. It's not really skirt material. Oh, okay. Um, so you can run this without a trailer, which I've done because these kind of flow in the water a little bit. Um, so you, you kind of have a built-in trailer, but I'll throw a trailer on here and then I'll throw a trailer hook at the bottom because it comes right mm-hmm. basically at the edge of these. So when they're hitting these, they they get on that trailer hook and it's awesome. Um, super sharp hook. I have the, the little, I put the little guard back on it every time because mm-hmm. it's sharper and it's not. Uh, but, I mean, it's fantastic. Your blades have a little bit of movement. It's a double willow, small in the front, larger in the rear that's on a swivel. So uh has plenty of movement, plenty of drawing power. This thing is fantastic. And it's – I haven't got – I got one stuck, but I was able to pop it out. Don't get them snagged very often. So Yeah, that's the thing I like about spinnerbaits, man. They're pretty snag-proof unless you're throwing them near laydowns and letting them sink, which I do that quite a bit sometimes. It just I mean, depends. it gets bit. You know, it's at the end of the day, you got to throw into the snot to get some of the best fish. So, yeah, um, man, I was going to mention something a few minutes, like a second ago. I just completely forgot. I hate that. Uh, it, it's welcome to my life. My brain barely. Oh, half the time. I remember now uh, talking about trailers. I've never thrown a trailer on a spinnerbait ever. Yeah, I dude, I just can't. When I was younger, I didn't. And it's mostly because I never saw anyone do it. And then I started, you know, I got a little older, started tournament fishing a little bit and then really started seeing guys and they always threw a paddle tail or a grub or something on the back of a spinnerbait. So I was like, you know what? I should probably doing something wrong, which I caught fish on it all the time. So it's not like I was doing anything really wrong. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I think I won't throw a trailer on if I know they're being a little finessey. I'll still throw a spinnerbait, but I'll take the trailer off so it's not as bulky, a little bit smaller. Because, I mean, that looks like a really small bait ball. I mean, it's not super big. These are kind of pressed in a little bit. And I'll even take them, if they're being finessey, I'll take up here and I'll pinch them in a little bit more. Um, Make a little little bit more compact. And I won't throw a trailer on. Now, if I know if they're eating, like right now in fall, I'll throw a trailer on there. Because it'll do one of two things. The small fish will short strike, which I have. I have the Nico winnows now, so I don't care. Short strike all you want. That thing. I, I literally stretched one that far and <laughs> held it there, and then I just let it go, and it went right back to normal. And it's That's a crazy. it's a it's a Kai Tech shaped swim bait. It's freaking awesome. So short strike all you want. 
but it it's a little bit bigger profile. I'll take this just a little bit and I'll bend it a little bit out to make it look a little bit bigger of a spate ball. And you could just get the you get way more drawing power. Yeah. Uh, so instead of having to go to like a giant blade or something, you can just go to something like that and have a couple techniques in one bait. So I had something interesting happen this past was it this past week? Yeah, last week. I had I had a bunch of days off where or I didn't have a bunch of days off. I had a bunch of days where I got off early, so I hit the river. Uh, I went out there a couple times through the spinner bait and they were, they were, I saw them tapping the blades. I thought that was interesting. They were yeah, hitting so, the blades. I, mean, I can definitely see that. Found my Huddleston I've been looking for. for. <laughs> I've never looked down in there and I was always like, man, I lost a lot of spinner baits down there because big old blob. Nope, just Huddleston, just chilling. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, those blades, it's supposed to mimic a little bait ball. Yeah. Uh, so I can definitely see him smacking the blades because they're keying in on those. Well, that's almost the time you got to put an A rig on. Yeah. And that same day, I I caught a fish. He was on the piece of wood in the middle of the river. I threw the spinnerbait over there. Started fighting him. Other fish was chasing it around, trying to nip at the blades. I was like, "This is cool, man." <laughs> yeah, dude. If you're if you're seeing that, I'm definitely throwing an A rig on. I'm gonna yep. throw a little A rig. Better spinner bait, dude. Try it out. So we like. I've been having a quite a bit of luck lately. So a lot of people think that like spinner bait, dirty water and stuff, and it's not the case, man. Especially in the fall, like I happened earlier. Um, I've been throwing um, the dark horse tackle one I got, the blue rock, the white with the chartreuse tipped tail. Yeah, and yeah, blue the rock thing customs. I like. Yeah, the thing I like about that is they use a wire to t- tie on the skirt, and then they have one silver blade, one gold blade. I really like that. You don't see that much on spinner baits. Yeah, you don't. I know you're a big fan. I wish you saw black blades a lot more. Uh, and that's that. Oh, I, I was going to get to that in one of my other ones too to talk. All about. right, cool. We we will shut up then, and we'll talk about it. Uh, well, we, but yeah, Mega Best spinner bait is. Uh, I love it. It's one of my favorites. <clears throat> I'm gonna try one out. I, I that that's something I could see myself spending money on because, like you said, they just don't get hung up very much. Yeah, they really don't. Um, they are a little pricey for a spinner bait. I mean, they're thirteen bucks, so it's not like it's cheap. But it's like double the, the price time, of a, a war eagle. It's, a, it's it's like a double price of everything that's on the market. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm a big fan. I mean, are you paying for the name a little bit? Obviously, yes, because it's a spinner bait. There's not a whole lot of innovation you can really do into it. Um, but I, I mean, I, I've had more success with them here and there, so I'm a fan of them. Uh, you just got to try it because you, you get a better thump. They feel, I don't know, almost cleaner. Like when you're rolling them back, like they don't want to roll at all. They want to stay kind of straight up. Um, like half the rest, mostly the rest of my box is full of war eagles, which we'll get to. Yeah. But sometimes you can get those and they can be tuned a little weird and they'll want to roll. If, if the, the wire ever gets bent, they'll want to roll to one side and it just yeah. looks unnatural and stuff like that. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm just going to go into the next one I was going to talk about, which has been it's so. All right. So the one we're going to talk about is Jig Masters. He custom made me a spinner bait because nobody else, nobody else makes one except for War Eagle and even War Eagle like the blade wasn't the color that I wanted it to be. It was like a shiny black nickel for, for a war Eagle. So I messaged Cody Jennings at Jigmasters. I said, 
I want a black skirt, a black head, and a big black painted magnum blade. Can you do that? He's like, oh, yeah, that's easy. Uh, I ended up buying like eight of them or something like that. I can't remember. Anyway, I've caught so many good fish on that, especially in the spring when the water was so muddy. Um, the thing I will say is you got to really slow down with that spinner bait because it does roll. If you start to crank it a little bit, it rolls on its side. So the slower, the better with that crank bait or crank bait, spinner bait. That thing thumps harder than my jackhammer. Well, yeah, you got a big magnum blade on there. It, and I'm like, guessing it weighs insane. what? I'm guessing it weighs what? A half ounce or five eighths? Probably half ounce. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's with that magnum blade, you're getting a ton of drag. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can definitely see muddy water conditions. That thing probably just destroys for yep. the simple fact that a it's it's all black. Which exactly. I was going to get into that, but we'll get into it right now. I mean, it's an all-black spinner bait. When the water conditions are muddy, that's literally what gets pulled out. Uh, let's see, I've got that or black and blue, or the yeah, chartreuse I... one. All chartreuse works good in muddy water too. It does. It does. I'm a big fan of black, but I have this one, which has a big old fat uh, Colorado blade on it. Yeah, that's uh, the worry, a... isn't it? Yep, it's a War Eagle, big fat Colorado blade. Um, this is the one I don't, I actually have it tied on upstairs right now, so I don't have the one I actually use, but same color. Uh, it's a black skirt with little chartreuse kickoffs, big chartreuse eye on the front head there. Um, something I haven't experienced with, and I should probably try, it has rattlers on it. Oh, that's, oh uh, yeah, Justin mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, it's got rattlers. I don't, I've never been a big believer in the rattlers, but. It's just added just, noise. I know, and I also just rip them off. So maybe I'll try this one. I'll leave the one I have upstairs that's ripped off and then have this one on a different rod and try it and see if it makes any difference. But black, in my opinion, uh, all chartreuse is good, but all chartreuse you can pretty much throw almost any time. They'll just, they just, I don't know, they hate chartreuse and they just hit it all the yeah. time. Um, but all black for muddy water situations is fantastic because it shows a big profile on the water. Get you one with a big old blade. Uh, this has a black blade on it. It's kind of that shiny black, though. Kind of like, uh, it's not really matte. It, it shines. But it thumps really hard. Big profile. It, it gives the fish in the water clarity when it's real low. It gives the fish something to see and just hone right in on and hit. So yeah. that's definitely one. It, and you, one you have to have in the box is an all-black spinnerbait, in my opinion. You just have to have it. it nobody, like, I had a hard time finding anybody that made one. Like, I didn't know War Eagle made that. I never saw it in the store. So that's why mm -hmm. I had Jigmasters custom make me one. But I'm glad I did because I had, the first time I brought it out there, I had an 87-inch day on it. There you go. I mean, and spinnerbaits are so fun to fish because it's, it's, you power fish. Even yep. if, I mean. It's just power fishing, and you're power fishing. If they're wanting it, you're going to get hit on it pretty much all day, and they hit it hard. It's like fishing a jackhammer, but it's bigger, so the fight almost seems better because the way it's pulling the line. I don't know. I'm just a huge fan of it. I have a I have more confidence in the spinnerbait than I do the jackhammer on the river. On the river, yeah. Uh, the only times we really ever do well in the jackhammer if the water's like super muddy. Yeah. And it's... Because when it was really muddy earlier this year, we were throwing spinner baits and we weren't really getting hit, but we were throwing jackhammers on wood. So I think maybe it was a smaller profile. Yeah. Maybe that's just what they wanted. I don't know. Um, like you like to point out all the time, bass don't read the same 
articles we do. So well, that's just a, well, my favorite quote that Glenn Young said last time he was on our show. <laughs> yeah, I'll I just thought that, that was yeah. a, it was funny. And it's true. I mean, Glenn. I mean, he was right on the money with it because it was. It, it's true. Who know, like I'll go out there and be like, "There's fish on that," and then I don't catch anything. It's like that's stupid. There's a fish there, and you'll go by and like, maybe there's not, and you just go right by. And I was like, "Well, that's dumb. They should be there." <laughs> and then you'll catch a smallmouth out of like a mud hole, like that. Which is yeah, man. That's I remember we were catching. We caught what. We were on a rock face and we caught like 15 fish between us. And then we kept going. It was muddy. And then we started catching more fish. And I was like, there shouldn't be here. It's it's literally a soot bottom. This is stupid. Yeah. So it's weird. I don't but know. It is, but it is what it is. So, but yeah, black spinnerbait, man. That's been like, that's been choice. There we go. <laughs> choice. <laughs> That has been chilly. Let's get into the War Eagles because this is another one of my favorites. Actually, I learned of this uh, spinnerbait from uh, Mike Teach. He has coined the phrase disco lemonade here in Ohio. And what that is, is a chartreuse spinnerbait, chartreuse head, and chartreuse painted blades. And he says to throw that whenever water is muddy. Yep, right there it is. Uh, the one I use it has two willow blades though. So, yeah, I've when, got one, but the blades are painted. When I'm fishing dirty water, I really, really, really want my blades to match the skirt. I don't know how you are, but that's just how I am. That's what I uh, look for. I, I I'll say it's nice. I've never noticed a a catch rate difference when my blades match. Um, I'm a big fan of what War Eagle does with their mismatch blades to where they have a silver and a cop or a, mm-hmm. a, a bronze. I'm a fan or copper or whatever. It's bronze or gold, gold. It's gold. It's not bronze. It's gold. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that to where it's different. Cause it just, it's something a little bit different. Um, I, I just like, I like spinner baits that are, cause everyone, everyone has a spinner bait that is on the same, like, picture of the angler with the whopper plopper the oversized columbia hat uh the pfg sun shirt uh the ned rig and then there's going to be a spinner bait there everyone's got one so i want my spinner baits to be somewhat of a little bit of a difference just to set it apart it could be really close but even just subtle differences will set it apart yeah i agree when it's clear water but when i'm in the when i'm fishing muddy water dude i gotta have the blades match the skirt that's just me I won't use yeah. I won't use silver or gold blades when it's muddy, and it really might be a a, a confidence thing. And but I could also see colored mm-hmm. blades are going to show a little bit darker in the uh, in the water, so I can definitely see that. Yeah. So, but I don't know, man. I have been throwing the War Eagle white spinner bait with gold blades lately, and it's been getting hammered. White is always a good choice, whether you're throwing a spinner bait, jackhammer, buzz bait with a white skirt, uh, a white swim bait on a, a jig head. White is a is a pretty universal color around the country. I've never not caught fish on it. Yeah, anywhere. Like if I throw white, like you're gonna get bit eventually, and then they're gonna it, they because so much of their natural forage, especially if they forage on bait fish and stuff, are a white color or a silver color. So. They smash it like this one last year got destroyed for me, uh, which is like a 
like it's it's a almost like a silver skirt with little blue flakes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one got destroyed for me last year, and it just it mimics the bait fish pretty close. So, but also uh, it's different enough for them to say it's weird. I want it in my mouth. So yeah. Oh, they. Oh, these the uh, settings here on uh, uh, Streamyard. I was going to share my screen. Here's the uh, blade that I, or spinnerbait I've been using lately. It just yep. looks cool. Like it's gold head, gold hook, gold wire, gold blades. White yeah, the gold are... wire. I've never seen that. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's a sweet story. Literally. Dude. Yeah, the whole thing matches. That's pretty sick. I like that. Yeah. And then it has like little shots of gold here in the skirt. You can see. Not much, yeah, just a little a, bit. That's a good put together. And they have a quarter ounce. I'm a fan of that too. Yeah, I go. I end up going with half ounce. I like to slow roll my spinner baits. So yeah, I mean you def you definitely can. I like the finesse. Like that's what we'll get into next. But I have some of the War Eagle finesse spinner baits. Oh yeah, which are the the. If you're ready, we can just dive right into it. I mean, I'm let's down. do it. I, I have that on my list to talk about too. Yeah, the the finesse spinner baits, which was this is pretty much the same thing as that other one, but it's a gray with you know black striping in the skirt um smaller profile you can burn it a little bit faster looks like a smaller bait ball it's just more finessey like they're just if they're wanting to be finicky with what they're going to eat you're not going to want to throw like something with a giant head on it you can yeah. throw something a lot smaller profile entice them to eat because it's not they're not putting themselves as a risk to go after it um so you're just kind of taking all the guesswork out of the fish eating the bait so the uh thing i like about the um finesse one you can get it in five sixteenths or three sixteenths i think something like that yeah you can you can go super light yeah and then it has the the thing i don't really care for is like the real long tail of it on the yeah movie. i mean like this one this one has that real long tail and i think it's the same concept as what the mega bass one does yeah, Except this is actually strips of plastic. It's probably there so you don't have to throw a trailer with it because it's giving something to kind of entice the fish to come up and bite just right at the tail. Yeah. Um, I will typically cut these. I'll just cut it even with the rest of the skirt and then put a trailer on it. Like a big Joshy, I'll put one of the shad big Joshies on or something like that. Yeah, I don't think it really matters much. Like, I, I, I've never cut the skirt or anything. I've caught fish on it, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's it's to each their own. There are some guys who will refuse to throw certain aspects of a spinnerbait. Like, they'll see a, a spinnerbait with no tails, and they'll be like, well, like, they'll see that and be like, oh, I've got to cut it up here. And they'll cut it farther up and things like that. So, so the, um, there's one more I was going to talk about here. Uh, you remember that fish that, Broke my spinner bait off from Dark Horse Tackle Box. I did. I did. I was mad. Was I was laughing. <laughs> so I was so pumped when I got that thing in the Dark Horse Tackle Box. Here's a picture of it. That thing looks sick, dude. It did. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure that was from uh uh seller baits. What seller seller baits? Yeah, it was yeah. seller baits. Yeah, that thing it looked awesome. Yeah, so it has a huge eye on the front, which I thought was really cool. That's what I first noticed when I got it. 
had the chartreuse uh, skirt with some purple in it, some white in it, some gray in it, and then two blades. It looks like it has an Indiana blade on the back and a Colorado on the front, like a small Colorado. But yep, that thing fish extremely well. Like like you said, a lot of spinner baits like to roll. This one didn't roll, and then uh, he uses bigger gauge wire, I believe. Yeah, I mean it was definitely heavy remember. duty. Um, yeah, you had caught a, I think you caught a couple fish on it before yep. you got it stolen from you. And it's, I mean, they're smallmouth. So if you have real light wire spinner baits, you can find those will want to bend out over time and you have to bend <laughs> them back. Like you couldn't even tell that there was anything wrong with it. It felt like a heavy duty swim bait. Um, but yeah, I mean, that sucked that you lost that. And it all goes back to LYN piece of crap. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I was using it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I'm just gonna go to his website real quick because he has some really cool spinner baits on his website. And I just, yeah, I, I meant just to look at them a little bit. I meant to like, look at him right when we were here. talking about it, and I never did. Those look sick. That's like brown and that's black the... with a big black blade. Yeah, that's. I think I just saw it. That's part of his night series, which. I will also say a spinnerbait is a great lure to throw in low light or night conditions because unlike what everyone will ever say, the bass go to sleep. The bass don't go to sleep. I mean, they do. They, I mean, I'm sure they sleep, but they're up and feeding at night too. Like it's, it happens. Yeah. Um, oh, look at this one. Save the tatas. <laughs> <laughs> All pink spinnerbait. That's cool. That's sick. That's I. I can almost guarantee you because I'm. I mean, you can. You can. What you can. Uh, how much does that weigh? Half ounce or is it heavier? Yeah, half ounce. You can get whatever you want. Quarter, three eighths, or half. Yeah, I'd be able to say you could throw that. I bet that would catch pike and muskie like it wasn't even nothing. Same with and that fire this, tiger at the bottom. Yeah. So the the sides of the blades, like one side's red, one side's orange on both of them. Yeah, it's just little stuff like that that sets it apart. Um, which, like I said earlier, the spinnerbait game hasn't really, like, it's it's been the same stuff, right? You just, yeah. there, it's a head that goes to a, a wire that goes to two style of blades, an Indiana, Colorado, or a Willow. Um, but then you have, like, it's just something that needs to be set apart, which something like this does. You have the red and you have the orange. It's something that I, I feel like, especially in maybe not super dirty, but a little bit of dirt water. Those color variations might catch a fish's eye to like go investigate it. Uh, Cause spinner baits are kind of like swim baits. They have drawing power that to where fish will come out. Like you said yourself, I mean, you can, and you've, you've seen it, you'll throw a spinner bait and you'll watch a fish come all the way up to the boat and then go back. Yep. Like it has that drawing power to where weeks. you can, Yep, to where you can throw another lure in there, like a finesse lure or something, and then maybe get it or throw something else in there. It's it's that's the reason why I throw big old giant chunkers like this Huddleston, because fish will come out and they'll you could throw this all day a search bait and they're not going to really follow this anywhere. They'll just come see what this thing is because they're like that's big and new and different. I want to see it. They're not going. They might not eat it, but they will go. You'll see them. They'll come up and they'll just okay. And they'll go right back to where they were at. And then you just throw something small in there and you smack them. It's awesome. Yeah. We need to get him on the uh, on the show because he has some cool stuff. Like he got some A-rigs and stuff right here. He calls it Which the bling rig. Dude, I'm throwing one. I'm throwing one. I'm, I'm doing it this year. Because <laughs> it's, 
it's definitely going to get stuck on something, but I'm definitely going to throw it. I'd be interested to see if you catch something on it in the room. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pumped. I have one around here somewhere. Yet again, back to the earlier thing of I don't know where anything is, but I literally I I do remember I bought this pack of Spark Shad five inches for the A rig. Oh, there you go. I was gonna put I was gonna put two of those on it because you could have uh, three hooks, two decoys. So yeah. I was gonna put two in of Ohio. these. Yes, and yeah, in Ohio because God forbid we hate the A rig. Um, <laughs> I was gonna put two of these on there, and then I was gonna put three of the smaller spark shads in the middle so i know a guy up in columbus that throws the a rig with nothing but big joshies i i'm sure he gets destroyed yeah yeah i, I mean that that's cool yeah that's that would be like i would do that but i can only get joshies in one place and i don't feel like having to like have to go back and get them all the time so yeah just my yeah. two cents <laughs> um but yeah honorable mention i've caught fish on it it's not really a spinner bait, but it's kind of the same concept of one. It's the live target bait ball. Oh yeah. I consider it. A so bait type. yeah, I mean, it's got a willow in the middle. Um, it's got, you know, these three little decoy plastics in the top, and then it has your main plastic here at the bottom. Um, not terrible because it mimics a bait ball, like fantastic. Uh, these little top baits will sometimes get all, flustered and ruin the whole retrieve so that's kind of annoying uh and then you can find custom jobs like i found this uh this was actually uh a bait company that was local to us that didn't work out very well um but it's a double and i've caught fish on this i caught them last year and this thing when you talk about drawing power it's got four large willows not magnums but pretty close that have full range of motion for the front ones so when you cast it it casts out and it stays and then it it i mean this thing thumps in the water is that a 153 uh, yeah oh okay i didn't know he made that yeah he he well it never hit it never hit to where he was selling them he made like two and i got oh, one okay. of them and i i threw this uh i went down to my brother-in-law's wedding was throwing it in a, just a lake and i was getting i i was getting smashed on it it was insane that's awesome um yeah so there's plenty of variation out there. Definitely what I could say when it comes to spinner baits, a lot of them are the same, but there's little things that you'll find that make a bait. Like why I like mega bass so, so night or much on these willows. They have little dimples that are put in the blades uh-huh. and those blades will move a little bit different, oh, yeah, which, I is, gotcha. which is nice. Um, I've seen that on like the older models, like back in the nineties. Yeah. It's just stuff to, it's just something to make it different. That's all it is. All you want, all I want in a bait is to be, have confidence in it. Like I'm not throwing something completely new, but be different enough to where it's like, oh, well the fish sees it and they're like, that's a little bit different because fish aren't stupid. They figure out if you throw this, if everyone throws this bait and every all the fish get caught and get put back, they're going to eventually say that's not food. That's bad. Uh, so you just got to switch it up enough to get them to be curious and eat it. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, there was one topic regarding spinner baits that I was going to mention. Um, so the R, are you an R bend guy or do you like the twist? Where the I like, I like the twist. Um, I prefer the twist, should I say, but it's hard. There's not a whole lot of spinnerbaits on the market that do the twist. Almost all yeah. of them are R-bend. Even Megabass, is, they're an R-bend. 
Um, one thing that I I actually got uh, Stacy, my wife, bought it for me. So I don't throw a lot of their stuff, but it's a Guggen swim bait. Which, whatever it is, what it is. Like I said, it's a swim bait. This will catch fish all day long. This is in a bluegill pattern. It's got a little small Colorado and then a larger willow. Um, but they have these little rubber bands at the R bend. So with that rubber band at the R bend, uh, it I have more uh, confidence in my my tie staying there because sometimes that tie will run all the way down to the head or something, and it won't work out. So I actually went out and I bought, I went on Amazon and I found little, uh, or not retainer, but, uh, brace, brace, rubber, braces, rubber bands. Yeah. I bought the smallest ones I can get and I put them on my Arbins just like, so it, so it literally will mimic that. Oh, that's cool. So it keeps your line from wanting to go everywhere. Especially when you're tying like in a kayak or something, you're having to like with me pedaling, I'm having to like continue to pedal to keep my spot. So that line will move and then I get frustrated and annoyed and I start saying loud things on the river so <laughs> i can't believe more companies don't do that twist like i've only ever had a yeah. few spinner baits that have done that i prefer the twist too for the reasons you mentioned but i think if you go to fisherman's headquarters downtown dayton i believe there's a brand that they sell that twist them and make some good ones too yeah i think it's a homegrown <laughs> brand um which is fine the uh, have you ever noticed like a the twists having different action or anything i know never like i've never noticed one wanting to turn more or anything like that it's always i mean it it's if anything it's just it's just nicer like yeah just i don't know it just makes yeah growing up the spinner bait and the crankbait were like the two baits that i fished with when i was younger and so it's like easy yeah like you just you just cast and retrieve and if you don't catch anything you're not so like bored so quickly. Yeah. Like you can just keep throwing it and throwing it and throwing it and throwing it. And like five or 10 minutes later, like 10, 15 minutes later, you're like, okay, now I'm bored. Cause your arm's getting tired, but yeah. you should see the heads of my spinner baits when I'm fishing them on the river. Like after like 20 minutes of slow rolling them, like the paints all, all gone. <laughs> oh yeah. They're worn. I mean, that's the same. Like I can imagine like with my spinner baits, I don't slow roll as slow as you which you get bit. So maybe I need to change my uh, presentation up a little bit, but I'll throw it. And I usually on the river, if we, if I know we're in a, like between one and four foot of water, I'll count to two and then I'll slow roll them. So they're kind of in the middle of the column. Yeah. Mostly because when, when the water is clear enough and I can sight fish fish, which a sight fish in a small mouth is like the best thing in the world. Dude, um, I'm weird because I hate sight fishing. I, I would be surprised. I mean, <laughs> so I you say that. To, I was just talking to somebody about that on Instagram this past week. You say that, though. You say, oh, I want to be surprised. But the, that one day at the little uh, southern pond we went to, we were sight fishing, and we both caught like 15 fish on a wacky rig, and we were having a blast. Well, yeah, we, we saw them eating the wacky rig, just throw it in front of their face. And it was awesome. Like, it's, it's, sight, shut up. Sight fishing t- is so fun. I tend to like rip my bait away quicker when, when I see it happen though. So when I first started sight fishing, cause down, down South, when I was enlist or, uh, like in the Marine Corps and stuff, I would be around for big spawns, right. And largemouth spawn. And that's, you can sight fish them cause they go up shallow and it's awesome. And I would do that at first. I would pitch something in, I'd see them pick it up and I didn't really know 
at the time that a lot of these fish weren't eating the bait. They were just, they'll pick it up, swim five feet and drop it and come back to the bed. Uh, cause they're not hungry. They're making a bed or something. So you have to keep throwing in there and like piss them off to make them want to eat it and kill it. Yeah. And right when they pick it up, I'd be like, Wah! and I, I just watch it rip the tail or whatever off or the, yeah. the appendages or the half my worm or whatever. And then I kind of learned, okay, throw it in front of them. You're sight fishing them. You want, I want to watch them like eat it. And then you reel. I mean, it's, it's gotta be quick, but sight fishing is so fun. I love it. Uh, if I could sight fish 24 seven, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've done it like that Creek I brought you to a few weeks ago. I, I've done it yeah. on that Creek. Just, just see them come out from behind a rock and hit the Joshi or something. Yeah. And see, that's when you're, when you're sight fishing, uh, what I learned is they like to, when, when they come out of that rock and I was kind of sight fishing when we did that big long float and I was throwing that Joshi through that riffle because I could see them come out and hit it. Yeah. And if I slow rolled it and let it go real deep or not deep, but hit the bottom, they, I, I wouldn't see them come out and they wouldn't hit it. But when I let it ro- slow roll in the middle of the column, they'd fly behind the rock and see it. Cause I think they're looking up kind of looking at wait, waiting for something to swim by. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I like to keep mine in the middle of the column and just keep it in that depth, whatever. If it's two foot, I like to keep it at a foot. If it's five feet, I like to keep it at two and a half or three foot. Yeah. So. It's fun. Fishing's just oh. fun. <laughs> That's I all so. I gotta say. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, if fishing wasn't fun. Why are we doing this podcast? Yeah. Because oh, this is just like this is like a midweek like fishing session session for me. Like I can't go fishing on Tuesday nights, so why not just talk about it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's how. If mm-hmm. I'm not fishing, I want to talk about fishing. Yeah. And if I can fish, I don't want to talk about fishing. I want to fish. Yep. Like that's that's the two moods. Like we got a buddy's wedding, uh, Justin Marshall, who's been a guest on the show quite often on Friday. Brad's forgotten like three times the wedding's Friday. We're both in it, but Brad's forgotten. And uh, he's like, hey, you guys, yeah, you guys want to go on a float Saturday? I was like, dude, I have I took two days off because of the wedding. Like, what are you doing? And he, he's like, oh, I forgot. I was like, how do you forget? And the first thing, I don't know. I'm an idiot. I was like, I mean, OK, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like Thursday before the rehearsal dinner, I took the whole day off. Guess what I'm doing when I wake up, I'm going fishing and I'm going to fish go. all the, all the way to like three 30 or four o'clock. And then I'm just going to come stinky as I'll get out, pick Stacy up and we'll go to the rehearsal dinner and then I'll smell up spaghetti warehouse. Hey, I don't even care if you catch a fish. It's all good. Where are you going to go hit the river or somewhere else? I'm going to hit the river. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I can send I you that get, spot if you want. Yeah, definitely send it to me because I'm tired of like the last place I went. It's too shallow now. Nothing's there. And then well, it's on the sketchy side of Dayton. Like I it's where I fish bank fish a lot. I have guns. I don't okay. care. You'll be fine. <laughs> though. I mean, I left my kayak sitting right out there in the middle of the field. Nobody messed with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really I, I've never had really uh, I take that back. I've had a couple people be a little sketchy when i'm out on the river but it's i saw few a couple far sketchy between. people a few weeks ago two dudes <laughs> in the woods <laughs> oh, oh brad's geez. still thinking about that everyone i, I know, know we dude. talked about it on last week's show oh, i don't even know it's, <laughs> it's just still weird man 
<laughs> it's something that you just don't want to see. Like I could see some people being like, that's tainted the outdoors for me. Yeah. Like I could, because that's, that's, that could be traumatizing. Somebody was like, I bet you're not going to go there again. I'm like, yeah, I probably will. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's I tell fishing. You what, no, nothing's gonna stop me from fishing that's true i've also got a buddy because we saw a ton of ducks and you're duck hunting also yep this is this is the worst time ever to be actually on the show and say this but yeah man we're going opening day so you need to go uh i'm i'm con- t- contacted from somebody on dnr because we saw a ton of ducks on that stretch go jump some ducks maybe Heck you yeah. know maybe it'll be too cold so we won't have to worry about seeing some stark whiteness in the woods but this brings up a whole nother thing of stuff so we're a product show we can talk about hunting products oh that's true yeah why not so if you ever want to do a hunting episode let's do it i mean i'm down i did just get a new saddle uh i mean that has nothing to do with like kayak fishing related products or hunting kayak related products Uh, most of the stuff we want to talk about is it's not related sometimes it is most time it's not that's true uh but yeah i'm super stoked to hang from a tree uh with no seat (laughs) i'm also a little scared i'm making my wife go out in the woods with me because i don't like if i fall and die and break my back because it's already trash anyway Uh, i don't want to die like 70 feet away from my house so like (laughs) just tell her to get video if you do fall oh i'm gonna have her record so if i do fall the last thing i do will be like the memorial episode of the final cast. And it's just a video of like my face and all that. They do memorials and stuff. And then it's just the picture or the video of me dying. So we can traumatize everyone, <laughs> but I've got nothing else. This has been a fun episode talking about a fun technique. It also had a uh, unknown fruits because I found the Huddleston that I bought like six months ago and wanted to fish all summer and can never find found it. There you go. So, pumped, but I've got nothing else. You got anything? I don't, man. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Go check out some of these spinner baits we mentioned. They are some of our favorites we use on the river. So go catch some fish with check, them. Check them out. Make tons of casts. At the end of the day, I had an old timer today at work tell me the only way you're going to catch a lot of fish is if you make a lot of casts. So put more, the work in. More time, more time the lure is uh, spent in the water, the more time you're going to catch a fish or more likely. Exactly. So. Uh, I think John Graves is the one that says that cast per minute or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's articles about it. Um, I don't know. That's another episode. I want to, I want to do a scientific episode on fish. That sounds like a bass fishing for noobs episode. It does, but I want to do it. Sean can get on there with Sean and do it. I don't. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about it. But anyway, guys, before we get into another stupid rabbit hole, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next week on another episode of the Final Cast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. 
Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jig Masters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.